Hello, lover. This is Arabella, the Love and Sex Podcast. If you're interested in sacred sex and divine love, I'll twist it up with some spiritual guidance, then this is the podcast for you. Today's episode will begin after our sponsored segment. Probably not what you're thinking love is about. This is completely different spiritual perspectives today. Um, And Dan was born and raised in Ohio and has been spiritually open since the day he was born. Some people might label him as a sage, an oracle. His family calls him guru. I have the privilege of calling him friend and advisor and person that makes me laugh and calls me on my shit. So um, I'm really glad that you agreed to talk with us today, Dan. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, so Dan is another person that actually found me on Twitter. Gotta love Twitter. And um, I fondly remember the first time we met. I don't know if Dan remembers what I was tweeting about. Do you remember, Dan? About sex energy. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I was actually sharing parts of when I would, had a tantric master for a lover. And then this guy, like, ends up in my direct message box. And my first initial reaction was, oh, God, what the fuck does he want? <laughs> but um, it was you. And you're not like anyone else not any other man I've ever met. And so uh, that quickly, quickly changed. And that was nearly two years ago, I was thinking last night. Um, So, you know, we're brought up to think about love, many of us. I actually was not, I was, I wanted to ponder on this last night. I never really believed in the fairy tale love and all that, but I meet all these women and even men to believe in the fairy tale or like love is like a movie and I'm going to meet this person and my whole life is then going to be happy and wonderful and blissful and all that. What do you think about that, Dan? Then you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this hurts so bad. My expectations are blown out of the water. You know, it, it, society as a whole has that fairy tale image and, you know, that once I fall in love with this person, everything's going to be so right. But there's so many layers and facets to uh, to love. Right. I mean, you love your children differently than you'll ever love your spouse or your boyfriend. You, you know, a lot of people love their animals, their dogs, cats, and horses. And it's a totally different kind of love energy. You know, a lot of people associate, you know, a good romantic night with a, with with their partner, and that's love. It's it's not. It's it's a totally different energy. You can you can unconditionally love someone and break up and walk away from them, and still love them in a very special way the rest of your life. And 
and, and hold that love more sacred for them than the person you're with right now. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's the media that's, it's Cinderella's story that, you know, has tainted so many people's thoughts on what love is. Mm-hmm. So many. If we're stuck in that loop right now, though, because hmm. uh, I know when you met me, although I was not acting upon it, I was still in that thirsty energy. I have to have somebody else. I have to have someone touch me and have sex and all that. And there's a lot of society that way. Like, how right. do we start shifting out of that? <clears throat> but one of the big things you did was start accepting to love yourself for your own value. You know, you you had all these expectations because of years of marriage and friends and lovers and situations in life that this is what you thought it was. And then the more you sat down and looked at your life, it's like, no, that was just good chemistry, you know? <laughs> yeah. But they still hold a place in your heart but I wouldn't say it, it's love. I mean, you know, a, a, a person gets a ring or a gift and goes, oh my God, I love that. That's a misuse of the word. You know, that's the exaggeration of, of the passion that you're trying to explain, but they're using that word love and it, it's, it's not necessarily the way it is. I mean, I have loved people enough unconditionally that I've said, Hey, I don't, I don't want to be part of your life right now because of who you are. You have so much more growth to do to even understand what that word means. And, you know, so that's a thing. So many people get wrapped into, you know, what mom said love was or how mom and dad showed them love. And when you really sit back, you know, well, mom and dad showed you a lot of hatred too, but you didn't point that out, you know, you know, it's 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 hard to, to separate it in people's minds because of the fairy tales and what we've been taught in life. And when you truly love someone unconditionally, you don't just love them on their good days. You love them more on their bad days. Right. You know, when they have hurt you the worst because that's your ego saying, oh, my God, they hurt me. You love them the most. You show them more that you care you know the true understanding of your essence you know truly giving more than what you ask for and that's you know i i've heard a million times through with with people talking to me well if they loved me they would have done this no no <laughs> if you truly loved them you would have felt it you would have felt it in your heart you would have understood that compassion and and why they did what they did was showing you true sacrifice of love. You know, your damn ego got in the way. It's like, well, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. Well, you know, it's not. Everybody loves differently. Everybody shows compassion differently. You know, if you really want to screw the world up, throw the word intimacy out there. I mean, that just, exactly. That's, that's, that's worse than love for a lot of people. So, you know, right now we're having an intimate, intimate conversation in front of whoever watches this. But that's not what, that's not what people think, you know. Right. Right. There's just 
so much of that. And, I, and that, that's what happens with the word love. Oh, I love your socks. Really? Or do you just really wish you had a pair like them? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 You, you place the word as a compliment. And that's because the only thing your IQ allows you to use is a word. Mm -hmm. So you know. do you have a definition? For what you of love? Yeah. Well, I mean, the definition of love to me is an energy that I hold in my heart for you forever. Right. You know, it's not, it's something that I don't give freely. It's like my energy. I don't give it freely. Yeah. But once you, once you have that, it's always held there for you. You know, that's, that's what people feel when they grieve for someone who's passed that, that grieving, whether it's a relationship, mom passing, dad passing, whoever, that hurt is because you have that energy that you have always given them, that love energy, and you have no place to place it now because their vessel's gone, the perception. Right. You know, but they still feel you. They know you're here. Yeah. They know you love, but most people don't put that together and understand, okay, that's what it is. Oh my God, I, re I really did love him. I really did love her, you know? And that, that fight that they had the night before when somebody stormed out four o'clock in the morning, that, that grief issue hits and it's like your heart hurts, that energy's backing up within you. And then you go, oh my God. I'm having a moment. I really did love that individual. But, you know, once that trust is broke, you, you, you know, the relationship goes away. You slipped in, in, you know, but that energy from the word love, that energy that you created still there. Now you got to deal with it. And that's, that, that's a kind of hurt that people can recognize but they can't recognize the real love that they have in a relationship until they lose it. You know, right. the old saying is, is women love too early in a relationship men love too late. And it's, it's because you're not loving yourself to understand what that real energy is. I mean, that's, that's exactly yeah. how I've always seen it with everyone. Yeah. And, and, Probably prior to meeting you, I would have wanted to punch you in the face. You know, you saying that. <laughs> what? Oh. Myself? You know, th there's many things that we have talked about that, you know, I'm bold and beautiful and I say exactly what comes through, you know. And yeah. if I hurt your feelings, I hurt your feelings. I don't give a shit. I really don't. Because right. I'm, res I'm the one responsible for how I react or receive right. it or reject it or whatever. Right. I think a lot I of mean, understand that well so many people think they're a, a human having a spiritual experience and love is one of those experiences no folks you're wrong you're a soul having a human experience you know what true love is you just don't want to recognize it in a human form unless it benefits you well Ooh. that's the reason i love everybody yeah and i try to teach and, and help everyone in a loving understanding And sometimes the stuff I have to do is kind of unorthodox 
to get people to move off of where they're stuck or, you know, running the, the, have an example the hamster feed. We all, you know, they keep doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting to change. I'm so glad I never did that with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have an example of that? <laughs> that was like... a bruise on your forehead where I grabbed <sighs> the wheel and you fell over, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. but people... People get into a comfort zone and, and if they get out of a relationship, they're trying to find that same comfort zone again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, oh, yeah. Okay. His eyes are blue instead of brown or her eye, her hair's, you know, red instead of gray. So we'll, we'll try this and see if it's different. But you're seeking the same energy again because you haven't loved yourself to really understand your true value. And sometimes it takes somebody like me that it, you know, make you fall to your knees and be really uncomfortable and, and, and teach you how to use your own boundaries and to love yourself to to actually then experience what love from someone else is. Absolutely. And some people are so beat up and bruised because of the perceptions that they have had, you know, it takes them a lifetime or lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you have the opportunity, but the work's all yours. It's so you might have just triggered some people because not everybody believes in past lives. Well, and how okay. that actually can affect us in this life with our love and sex relationships. Well, I mean, if you if you look at all the biblical aspects, all the religions across the world talk about you. You finding you within yourself. I don't care what religion it is, and just about you know ninety seven percent of all religions talk about a reincarnation. Okay, you, you use King James Version. Well, you know, God rose from his tomb. Okay. You, well, if you really want to get you really want to get into the depth of it, you know, understand what the American Indians thought. You know, everything had a spirit. And you were part of everything. You were a single individual. The tree was just as much a part of you as is the stone or the bird mm-hmm. well, who's to say right or wrong i'm not going to yeah, because there's one basis there's one basis and one pure simple fact you know and my son said it the best when he was eight years old to, to dad we're all made of stardust we're all interconnected it's like you know there's no better truth than that yeah you know? I totally agree. I totally source, source is source. You can you can label him anything, any that area, any word you want. Buddha, God, Jesus, Hamad, you know, Hamad. It, it, it just doesn't matter. But source is source, and that's where we all come from. We're all individuals, but yet we're not. Right. We're out here doing our best to learn to love. You know, you can love somebody and still not want them to be around you. You can't stand their energy. You know, you've done your work and you've elevated yourself and your vibration rate and they still bother you because of what they say in their actions. But you still love them. Mm-hmm. Well, we all have siblings or friends or, or somebody that, you know, we, we're, our heart goes out to them all the time. But man, if they call you, it's like, do I answer this? Am I in the mood to put up with this this person's energy right now? Yeah. 
Right. A lot of those people play victim, you know. The same old story, same old song, same old suit, just a different day. Right, right. And I actually work with a lot of people that in this, well, since December 21st, a lot a lot of people have woken up on a, a newer, deeper level that I'm yeah. working with. And that's one of the first things they're having to deal with is these people that are in their family that, you know, and they're wanting to hold on to everybody. I and I don't want to feel guilty. I, I, I want to make them happy, but they're making me miserable. What kind of, uh, I mean, I, I know how I have guided them, but I would love to know how you would guide people that are going through that right now. Well, one of, one of the biggest things that I've noticed since the whole virus thing started, you know, everybody was in, went into such a fear mode, yeah. Mm -hmm. You had to stand in line to roll, buy one roll of toilet paper. Come on, people. <laughs> but this has actually done a lot of things for the world. And there's a lot of positives and a lot of negatives to it. And one of the big things on it is that person that you've lived with for the last 15 years, called them your lover, your spouse, now you've been cooped up with them 24-7. <laughs> you're finding out exactly all those things that, you know, really didn't bother you. It really, really bothers you now. And then, you know, I've had a couple couples that I've worked with over the last few months. And you know, a week would have them sucked. And, oh, my God, you know, because we're, we're stuck here in house. And that's all we had to do. And then we found out that, man, we really don't have a damn thing in common. And this has really been tough. And I said, well, how many years you've been together? Oh, 15. So it took you 15 years to realize that the only reason you're together is because you two were good in the sheets like two, three times a week. <laughs> yeah. But you really hated each other deep down in, you know? And I said, so is that a convenience or, or, or just your comfort? Because you're still in that little cycle you've always been. Mm -hmm. So then for me, it's like, you know, you got to look at yourself, you know, is this, this where you want to be? I'll never tell anybody to, to, to get divorced, but because that's the contract you signed with them. You know, if it's contracts up, yeah, I might tell you that. Will the average person believe me and not get mad? No, they'll get mad and not believe me, but it's, it's just how it works. And, and this was all for a purpose. I mean, Old energy's got to get out of the road for the new younger energy to come in. And the younger energy is being born this minute while we're talking. Mm -hmm. Now the new souls are coming in and the veil's so much clearer for them. Like, you know, a lot of people's egos, I want to live forever. No, let me the hell out of here. Don't promise me a good time. <laughs> let me go. And because I'll even I'll be even more open and more understanding to to the love that's reciprocated back between everyone and, and then, you know, the haters that can't even love themselves. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, it'd be easier for me to understand. And uh, I get them to look at that because perspectives in life are so jaded by so many things that have happened to people in their lifetime. I mean, you know, you and I personally have had great conversations that I'm not going to bring up on here of, of past issues that, you know, held you back from understanding who you are. And, you know, yeah, so you didn't talk to me two months because you were mad. I mean, that's okay. It was you six know? and a half weeks. I mean, <laughs> but it was something you really had to look at. And, oh, yeah. 
and and I do that with a lot of people. I mean, I've I've brought people right right to where they needed to be and turned my back on them because they weren't bold enough to take the next step. Yeah, now, I've had I've had people that have never ever set a barrier for anybody, and at the most inconvenient time in their mind, I made them create a barrier. And some of them are still mad at me, and I don't care. But they learned one of the greatest lessons they needed to learn, and it's changed their life. And whether people understand it or not, when I work with you, I know where you're at, and I know what's wrong. You know, we had a connection one day, and I that just don't up and go away. It's like love, right? That unconditional love is always there for them. And some of them, it's really helped, and some, some of them are back on their little hamster wheel running, running in circles. And that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. you've you've come so far you know it, it's amazing well something that you helped me with is is that and and now where i'm at i can see other people that are going through similar it's like i have all these spiritual gifts <laughs> but i don't really know what to do with them and my ego that's sitting on my shoulder whispering in my ear every day is saying you can't do that no and and, and like just talking all kinds of nonsense to me and something like you help me every time that I heard that voice, I'd like flick the ego off and you keep doing it. You recognize it and you keep flicking it off and doing it and do it good. And, um, and I see a lot of people going through that, that and that you, um, (laughs) I was going to say you encouraged me to commit to myself for six months, but it was kind of like um, twisting my arm. Or... Yeah, but I agree. And, and I couldn't agree until I knew, like I knew you were not going to let me out of it if I agreed with you. And I think that that's important when you're working with somebody that like, like I knew you were going to be on my ass. You were going to be kicking that big old <laughs> country boot of yours up my ass if I did not stay true to that commitment I made to myself. So thank you. And for anyone watching, you know, a lot of I, I've had some students that are like, "Oh, don't don't say anything mean to me. Don't say anything that might trigger me. Don't like." <laughs> they're so afraid, and they're not ready. They're not ready, obviously. Well, when you're ready, um, you will know it's not personal, and you'll take that boot up your ass gladly, because it gets so uncomfortable to stay stuck in that energy, on that merry-go-round, even though you know you can put your foot down, slow it down, get off, it's like sometimes you need to boot up the ass, so thank you. <laughs> but you're very welcome, I mean... What I do is not easy. It's not easy on me. You know, to understand the energy that is love as, you know, that's that 22nd orgasm. That energy is where we come from. That that energy is the field that the soul is when they're not in a human vessel and, you know, People, people search for that and they don't understand that 
if you align your chakras, you do your dark soul work, you work on you, you can put yourself in that damn state, not need a partner. I mean, it's in writing on earth right now, if you want to go look for it. You know, there's there's a religion of it that's been outlawed everywhere in the world because the Catholics couldn't figure it out. But boy, they sure in the hell enjoyed it. <laughs> so it's it's all about perspective and you know i can i can lead a horse to water but i can can't make them drink i can pump the tail until the hair falls off i've used that saying for years yeah. and it's the same way with people you know i love i love you i love everyone there's no reason to hate you and if i hate you i truthfully we wouldn't be talking plain and simple they're just not in my life but there are some people that are not in my life today that i truly love and I put them through the situations that they needed to in order to grow, appreciate themselves more. And it's and it makes it hard for them to understand that. But that's hey, that's okay. That's their journey. You know, it's like yeah. it's like that magical song, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. There ain't nobody else steering that little puppy. <laughs> There's nobody else doing the work to get you there. It's you. Right. You know, right. So if you pump into the rock, it's you did it. No one else did. Right. And the sad thing is, is you watch this media stuff anymore or read some of this stuff that's that's on the big platforms and it's like no not everybody has this not everybody has that you know not everybody gets it but they're out there talking like they do and you can see the ego in there and you can see that they really don't care they're after the publicity and the money and you know i don't want anything i don't ask anything from anybody but that's me right that's your gift right that's my gift right yeah. and, and i think that that's a key word that um you know we're, it's that ego it's like oh i'm gonna feel guilty if i actually love this person but i don't want them in my life or if i let them go or whatever you know Ego, ego, ego. Um, and I know from some of my hesitation in letting people go, it has actually stunted their journey. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you know? you're a catalyst at that moment, right? Right. Nobody ever talks about that, though. It's like, no, like, put your needs first. <laughs> and I'm right. still learning that. Um, I guess before we wrap this up, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on, um, so <laughs> it's really an inside job, love, it's unconditional, that ego is the one that creates all the sure. fantasism and all of that, and once we start uh, learning how energy works, we actually don't need a partner, um, and I can just hear right now, you know, people's egos going, no, no, but but I love him. I, I want him in my life. I want her in my life. I want to be married. Like, what do you say about that? If you actually take the time and do your shadow work, understand who you are, and you have a conversation with them so they're enlightened along the way, and don't, don't use the words, oh, they won't understand, only I can get this. <laughs> oh. And you work together. Mm -hmm. Communication and understanding of the communication, you can do anything. 
you know, you, you can have 10 levers and maintain them all the time. Mm -hmm. huh. Or you're shy and so introverted that, you know, you can't stand to be yourself. So, no, no. it's possible for you to have 70 year marriages. I've, I've, I've had them within my own personal family, but there's, there, there's barriers and boundaries that you have to be willing to work for and work through. Mm -hmm. And you know, ego is one of the biggest ones. Well, I won't share her. I won't share him. Well, then uh, when they go out and cheat on you because you're not willing to love them in a manner that they, a new experience that they want to do, don't get mad at them because if you truly loved them before you found out they did this, then you should truly be loving them after this. Yeah. And you should be looking at yourself, why didn't I do that? Or why wasn't I a little bolder or whatever they needed to experience? Because you know? mm -hmm. if your partner's saying, hey, I want to bring somebody else into the house and to be with you, you know, there apparently has got to be a need there. There's a huge curiosity there. So first you got to trust yourself a tremendous amount. And you got to trust them, but do you love yourself and do you really love him or her? Mm -hmm. Or is that just your ego trying to do this? Because if you got a good, solid, clean relationship and you're both in love with each other, it don't matter what the other person does. They bring whoever home and all three dog crawl right in the same bed. And if you're not interested, you roll over and go to sleep. Yep. Because it's all about the learning experience. You know, religions broke that down to you should only have one or, you know, you should live your life a certain way. And that's, that's, that's all man-made and everything that's man-made, you know, falls apart. And that's true to nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Space shuttles to marriages to <laughs> the car you drive. I mean, there's, yeah. there's nothing perfect. You make it perfect in what you want. Ooh, Yeah. You, you know, that's good. Get in, get into understanding your energies and your chakras and your manifesting. I mean, you create tomorrow. So if you want a better relationship with your lover, your wife, your husband, then you create it. Mm -hmm. They make the comment, boy, you used to bring me roses every once in a while. That's like saying, hey, sucker, get out there and get me some shit that I've been wanting and, and show me that you still care other than that beautiful hug you gave me before we went to work. We so often um, kind of think, was I like that when I was married? At times, but I noticed that, you know, um, general population, you know, well, like this is going to be airing on Valentine's Day. You don't give me chocolates and a, and a this and a that and a diamond, then you don't really love me. Um, and I have shifted, like, as I've gotten older and understood more about divine love and unconditional love, whatever you want to label it, you know, I would be just as happy with having a really nice hug and being in that energy of gratitude for it and everything. Exactly. But that's one of the best gifts ever, or to just lay in bed and hold somebody. Exactly. And, and from experiencing both sides of it, I can say like the, the hug and the touch and the, 
really focused consciousness of the connection between the two in the moment really outweighs a card or roses <laughs> or whatever, like go out and buy your own. Well, that, that gets into the word compassion, you know? Oh, yeah, compassion. You know, sure. if, if you really bring your energy up and you give someone a hold, uh, you know, a hug, hold their hand, just in how you talk to them is is just as just as valuable as life as a damn diamond ring or five pound box of chocolate. I mean, a chocolate's going to go to your hips, <laughs> going to go to a man's belly. You know, the sensation of the, the chocolate in the mind and the chemical releases, you know, yada, yada, yada. But you cannot replace a genuine hug or spooning with someone in that moment. That is the most precious thing in the world. You know, most people don't necessarily remember the act of love when it's all over with. It was laying there in the sheets and how the light glistened across their body and those special moments. Right. That energy. Yeah. That's what love is. So Valentine's Day is when this is going out. And yeah, everybody's, you know, out there doing the commercial world. We're buying flowers. We're buying cards. But when's the, when's the last time you actually took that person and slowed your vibrational nonsense down from work and the hustle and bustle of the world and made them feel like heaven without expectations of, you know, you're going to do this, 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 and this, and then we might reach the orgasm and then we'll spoon. No, just go hold them. See what happens after the fact. Yeah. Build that energy. That, you know, when you're out at 20, when you're 20, you're trying to understand it. When you get to our age, you do understand it. <laughs> and it's and it's all the time in between that, that you're fumbling around trying to discover everything. And when you really need to be 20 years old hearing this and understanding what, what that passion you felt the other night is real. And that love energy that was between the two of you was real. So, you know, then you're, then the older you get, the less time through your 30s and 40s raising a family, if that's the path you chose, it gets so difficult to have that hour to do that. You know, and a lot of couples really try to or set that date night up and, and go re-experience that with each other. But that's what everybody's seeking, and that's what the true energy feeling of love is. So everybody can listen to this and, you know, buy that $13 Hallmark card and those big box of chocolates. But, you know, that half hour might be more precious and make a better memory than the chocolate that the dog ends up eating because somebody left the box off and the kids knocked the roses over off the floor. Yeah. Um. So if you want to be able to experience this, I'm trying to think how you taught me. And I, and I now understand it's a different energy to, <laughs> to be chatting with a guy on Twitter, say, and flashing in your titties. That's a completely different energy than not flashing the titties. And communicating with him and building trust and building vulnerability and going slow 
And to have, for me, it's like, not that I even care anymore. By shifting from that energy of, oh, your energy feels good. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's translate it into a sexual thing that the ego is used to, to shifting it over to your energy feels good. Let's build together. That's changed my life. Like I'm just sitting on the throne in my life, understanding myself better. I get to have really great communications with, with many different men in my life. And, and I'm generally content. But I see, you know, there's a lot of the 25-year-olds, say, that are still, they're all woke and everything, but at the same time, you know, they're all about flashing the titties and, and um, the instant gratification versus the building. Like, how do you shift? Can you explain? Well, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta understand a whole bunch of things, Okay. So once you hit puberty in life, 12, 13, whatever the average age is, I mean, who cares? Yeah, 54, whatever does, 88 for some ladies, yeah, some guys. Yeah. Once, when you're young and once you've come into that stage, your hormones are just raging and you really don't pay a lot of attention to it, you know? And first off, that's the first thing you want to do. Because right there, when I want to want to put a brand new tire on a car, if you pull it out of the tire shop and you sit there and spin the tires off of it, you just wear everything out. Now they're junk for till they blow, you know. <laughs> and, and, and that's what people do when they're young, and, and and the hormones kick in. They're out there just trying to understand. Well, nobody who understands is talking to the kids anymore, mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, you know, don't do this." It used to be, you know. The stereotype was, you know, if you hadn't been with two or three guys by the time you got out of great high school, you know, nobody wanted you. You know, you weren't, you were a goofball. Well, that's not true. You know, you don't go out and buy a brand new car from a car dealership and it's got 300,000 miles on it. No, you want it to have 10. <laughs> the I, perception. I relay it to quality over quantity. Well, that's, that's a nice, you're a writer, so you do that. I'm a painter. I paint pictures in people's minds with words. Yes. But you understand what I'm getting at. So you're running around not really knowing who you are, and you're doing a lot of experimentating with a lot of different things. If the older people talk to the younger people, especially your own children, and say, you know, this is what society is, but this is what you really need to do. Look at yourself. Understand that love understand your own personal value you you in the end at, at a young age at 30 are gonna go wow this is this is profound I feel these things I now understand they're really making sense to me I'm so glad I didn't do this or do that and then you look at your some of your friends that you went to school with and it's like when did you bump your head and just like lose it all, you know, and, and I really haven't struggled, but I've been careful of what I've done and, you know, I've, I've created a nice little life and, it, you know, my sons are younger, so I've got to see a lot of that with people who have had some guidance and kids that haven't had guidance and, and uh, 
it's been really unique. So then when, you know, I, ha- I have a lot of clients that are in their 40s and 50s and the ones that, that did understand some of the energy stuff as a younger person, you know, they're in the 80 to $140,000 a year salary and, and, you know, don't work hard. And then I got some of those guys and gals that never understood it. And, you know, they've, they've really struggled to make 40, $50,000 a year and, and they really battle. And then once they learn to shift within themselves, how, how much everything flows easier for them, love their own understanding. They let go of their ego. They're, you know, it's, it's just amazing how it works. And then there's some that are, are like us that just kick back and it's like, hey, well, another day passed. That was beautiful. I made it through it. You know, I'm calm. I'm cool. There was no drama today. There were no issues. And it's the perception of what do you want? Yeah. You want 14 lovers? Manifest it. They'll come, you know. Show your tits on YouTube. Oh, yeah, you'll have 100,000 viewers in 15 seconds. But that's all they wanted to see. They're not, they're not giving you anything. They're just looking at you. Right. They might use you for 15, 20 minutes. If you're lucky, an hour. But after that, oh, I had her by. I had him by. What are you gaining from it? Great. A lot of those young ladies and young guys don't understand. When I'm 85, those YouTube pictures will still be there somewhere. You know, <laughs> or those Twitter pictures will still be there when you're 85. And it's go, some your grandkids are going to find them and pull them up and go, Grandma, what happened to you? <laughs> Grandpa, what happened to you? You know, the whole part, part of the, the sacredness of love is, is the teasing, the arousal of the energy to bring it up. Yeah. You know? I do know. I know you. I hope you know? everyone can experience that. It's- yeah. So much better than the alternative. Oh yeah. So, do you have any um, parting comments? Anything that you're just dying to get out into the world? Just have patience with yourself and learn. Your hardest day in your life might be your best day. Just because someone says they don't want to be in your life, maybe that's the greatest lesson and the greatest gift they could ever give you. Because they broke you from that circle and cycle that you were in. Mm -hmm. So those are about the strongest ending words I can give you. That's pretty powerful. Um, Can people find you online? You have any public accounts where people can interact? Yeah, with I, I'm on Twitter. I mean, I don't, I don't use it a lot, but yeah, I'm there. I mean, I like your stuff and repost some other people's stuff, but I can be DM through Twitter. All right. Well, we'll put your link when this posts. Um, I, I think you. And they can always contact you, and if it's real desperate, <laughs> then you can process <laughs> through our channel. I'm charged for that, dude. <laughs> All right. But I will hook them up. <laughs> I will hook them up. They can, they can pay you the finder's fee. All right. Cool. Um, thank you for being here. I know that this is not your normal kind of, you know, uh, way to show up in the world. So I'm excited that you're expanding 
and said yes. And I personally thank you for helping me on my journey and finding me on Twitter when I'm talking about sex. It's great. Somebody had to make sure you knew what you were talking about. (laughs) 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 But but what you were talking about, you're 100% right. And people, you know, that's something that we can talk about at another time. But the sacredness of the energy that's created in sex is... I mean, if everyone did it the way I can explain it and some of my students have learned to do it, they're sure in hell wouldn't be doing it the other way. Well, it sounds like another podcast. Yeah, we'll do it. In the next few weeks or months. Cool. Um, You have a beautiful, beautiful Valentine's Day. Oh, thank you. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All righty. Thank you all for being here, watching. Please like, subscribe, comment. Um, and hopefully, I'm hoping Dan is going to be with me on Sunday, hopefully, when this premieres and we can answer questions for you or just say hi over on the right side of the screen on YouTube when this premieres. You can also subscribe to This Is Arabella on any and all of your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify and iHeartRadio. Until next time, this is Arabella and Guru Daniel Nichols. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening, lovers. This has been a Black White Production, copyright 2021. All information is for entertainment purposes only. Please see the links below to get in touch with. This is Arabella. Until next time.